So what are you doing today to ensure the health and happiness of your dog? Well, last night, uh, to ensure the health and happiness of my dog, I stopped Uno from grabbing a piece of pizza off my son's plate. Never have I seen him do that. Really? I'm like, dude. And he just went down to the ground. (laughs) Uh, Rough greens. Now, maybe not as delicious as pizza, uh, but uh, he loves it. He loves it. Uh, Went in, made sure that he had food, made sure that he had the rough greens on it, ate his food, did not go for pizza. Uh, Dr. Black had the answer when he made something really, really good. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants made it taste good for your dog. You sprinkle it on the food. You get the first bag free. Just go to roughgreens.com slash back roughgreens.com slash back or call 833-GLEN-33 ruffgreens.com slash back In 60 seconds, I'm going to start a conversation with you that you will not get anywhere else today because we're not going to be distracted by any of the stupid news that is out there. I know what's important. You know what's important. And today is the first day, I think, in my career that I have had this many stories that are based all in fact, no theories, all fact, that when they're put together, as I will show you today, they show you exactly where we're headed and what you must do. We begin in 60 seconds. Inflammation. Even the word sounds unpleasant. Maybe the, because I think it's inflammation, flammable, inflation also kind of is in that category. It's a lot of pain, a lot of pain. Inflammation, usually the thing that causes our pain and causes a lot of our illnesses inside of our body. Joints can swell. The next thing you know, you have pain radiating outward from those sources in your body. I have heard from hundreds of people talk about this over the year and talk about from their own personal experience and my personal experience, how relief factor has taken that pain away. I want you to try the three-week quick start. It is only $19.95. It's a trial pack, not a drug, developed by doctors. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. Try Relief Factor at relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF, 800-4-RELIEF. $19.95, three-week quick start. Relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. All right, I, I, um, I ask you, if you cannot listen to the entire radio program today, um, do your best uh, and go and get the podcast today after the show. It'll be posted and listen to the podcast. Also, today is a day that you really should have my morning show prep. It goes out every morning. 
If you sign up for it now, I will ask the team to make sure that they maybe resend this show prep today uh, again tomorrow because it's already in people's email boxes. It is it is so critical today's show prep really if I spent about 90 minutes, I just did a, a video that I think they're putting up on Twitter and everything. I don't think I've ever done that either, um, where I come in and everything is dark in the studio and it's just me and the computer and I see the show prep and I arrange it and I got on uh, and recorded something saying, look, if you get the show prep, this is the way you need to read it. It is clear where we are headed. Make no mistake. Do not be deceived. Do not be distracted. Let me start uh, here. Hunter Biden. The Hunter Biden story, it is critical now that we do not play games of he said, she said, or it doesn't matter or any of this. Listen to this, because if this is allowed to go on, uh, we do not survive as a nation. We become Russia. I don't know any Democrat that wants us to become like Russia. I don't know anybody. Well, maybe George Soros. I'm not sure. Listen to this. Hunter Biden had an FBI mole named One Eye who tipped off his Chinese business partners that they were under investigation, according to an Israeli energy expert arrested in Cyprus last month on gun running charges. Why should we listen to him? The story goes on. The House Oversight Committee is investigating the explosive claims by Dr. Gal Luft, a former Israel Defense Forces lieutenant colonel with deep intelligence ties to Washington and Beijing, who says he was arrested to stop him from revealing what he knows about the Biden family and FBI corruption. Details he told the Department of Justice in 2019, which he says were ignored. Luft, 56, made the claims February 18th on Twitter after being detained at a Cyprus airport as he prepared to board a plane to Israel. He said, quote, I've been arrested in Cyprus on a politically motivated extradition request by the U.S. The U.S. is claiming that I'm an arms dealer. It would be funny if it weren't so tragic. I've never been an arms dealer. DOJ is trying to bury me to protect Joe, Jim, and Hunter Biden. Shall I name names? All right. So he is waiting extradition. He is in jail. He says, I, I, I'm not a drug, I mean, a, a gun trafficker. Um. Through his American lawyer, Robert Hennick, Luff said he tried four years ago to inform the DOJ that Chinese state-controlled energy company, CEFC, had paid $100,000 a month to President Biden's son, Hunter, and $65,000 to Joe bro- Joe's brother, Jim, in exchange for their FBI connections and the use of the Biden name to promote China's Belt and Road Initiative all around the world. This fits with exactly the other information we gave you last night. By the way, if you sign up for the newsletter tonight, you'll get 
all of the transcript. You'll get all of the show prep for last night's program where we were showing you what's real, what what the left is really afraid of and what Biden is doing to distract you. This this Bill O'Reilly said, and he'll say it tomorrow, I'm sure, on the radio program. This Trump thing is never going to trial. It'll never have a jury. It will never go there. It's it's ridiculous, ridiculous. Hillary Clinton paid a fine for the same thing she did, except what she did was the Crossfire Hurricane dossier, which caused us to spend millions of dollars, three years or four years of lies on the media. It's probably the most impactful thing any politician has ever done to thwart the truth. She paid a fine. It was a misdemeanor. And you're going to go after Trump? No, they want you to not see this. And by the way, if they do arrest him, then they'll turn this whole thing around and say, this Hunter Biden thing is only about us arresting Donald Trump. We knew that guy was dirty. We arrested him. And now they're bringing this up and trying us as revenge. Mark my words. Okay. So his American lawyer, back to the guy, the Israeli guy, um, his uh, his lawyer said he tried four years ago to inform the DOJ that Chinese state controlled energy company CEFC had paid one hundred thousand dollars a month to President Biden's son, Hunter, 65 for his FBI connections. Luff learned about the scheme through his own relationship with Hunter's Chinese business partners, Patrick Ho and Yi Jiang Ming, the chairman of CEFC. Any of those, Patrick Ho, does that name ring a bell? Do you remember why? That I don't rings remember a bell? why, but it does okay. ring a bell. You'll remember it in a second. From 2015 2018, Luff organized international energy conferences in partnership with Ho's think tank, the nonprofit China Energy Fund Committee, a front organization for Yi's CEFC, which is the Communist Party Energy. Yi confided to Luff. That Hunter had an informant in the FBI, quote, or formerly of the Bureau, extremely well placed, who they had paid lots of money to to provide sealed law enforcement information, end quote. The FBI mole was called One Eye. Now, I'm a little uncomfortable with the nickname One Eye when we are discussing anything with Hunter Biden, but <laughs> I digress. I don't know if that's necessary. One Eye told Yi, you'll never be able to hear this again with a straight face. <laughs> One Eye told Yi that the Southern District of New York was investigating him and or Ho in late 2017. And Ho is part of the story, too? Yes, it is. Okay, now I, mean, I can't. Now I know, I've lost all focus. I know. I know. Um, the Southern District of New York, this One Eye told that an Asian, an African, and a Jewish guy were named on a sealed indictment. Soon after the tip-off, Yi offered Hunter a million dollars to be his private counsel. Do you remember what happened? Isn't he the guy that uh, met uh, in, I think, a lobby in a hotel maybe in Florida? Remember? And there was an exchange of things, and he was like, hey, I just want you to 
Do you, you have lawyer friends that can represent me? Remember? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then he was busted. Okay. So he offered Hunter a million dollars to be his private counsel uh, and flew to China, leaving his wife, daughter, son, mother, and nanny in his $50 million penthouse at 15 Central Park West. He was detained in Shanghai for three months. Then he disappeared. Before he left New York, Yi told Ho that the coast was clear for him to come back to the U.S. On November 18th, Ho flew into JFK, where he was arrested, remember, by FBI agents on bribery and money laundering charges. Ho was a patsy, says the Israeli guy. He was the fall guy. Ho was convicted in December 2018 without calling a single witness. He served three years in jail and was deported. Prosecutors placed the spotlight in his case on China's use of the foreign bribery to win contracts for its Belt and Road Initiative. Hunter was paid $1 million by CEFC to represent Ho, which entailed contacting his FBI sources on Ho's behalf and engaging another attorney to do all the legal work, according to emails, on Hunter Biden's laptop. CEFC paid a further $4.9 million to Hunter and Jim Biden in monthly installments for 14 months from August 2017, government records show. Government records show. The House Oversight Committee released bank statements last week, additional uh, $1.1 million funneled from Chinese company affiliated with CEFC, uh, went to Hunter, Jim, uh, Haley, and, uh, and, and another Biden that we don't know who it is. <laughs> um, anyway, Luff claims he contacted the DOJ after Ho was jailed and federal investigators flew to Brussels to interview him for more than 18 hours. But he never heard from them again. And less than four weeks later, Joe Biden announced he was running for president. The DOJ had this information March 2019 and did nothing. Congress has the Biden bank records, but it doesn't know the reason for the payments. Now it does. Okay. The corruption around the Bidens. This isn't. This isn't just bribery. So, you know, CEFC, this is an energy company. They are not only doing the Belt and Road Initiative, which is bad enough in itself. The Belt and Road Initiative is is basically the Chinese plan to take over the world and all of its technology. Okay, that's why we banned uh, Huawei, because it was part of their Belt and Road Initiative and Huawei technology was gathering information. So we are dead set against the Belt and Road Initiative. So CFC, they're paying them to help the Belt and Road Initiative, but also their cover, and maybe this is true as well, their cover is that that uh, the subsidiary of this that was paying them the million or actually total of $3 million, that was for green energy. Now, let me ask you, 
Has there been a president that is more green energy than this guy? Have you seen that all car companies are discontinuing gasoline engines? All of them. Where are all the charging stations? Where is all of the wiring to be able to carry that amount of electricity to all our new kind of gas stations? They don't exist. Where is the new energy that is going to replace all of the gasoline? It doesn't exist. We are intentionally being crippled and they're kicking the door behind us. They're closing it. There's no way out of that. We now know in our Inflation Reduction Act, they are paying billions of dollars to energy companies who have coal fire plants to close them down now. They will pay them 100% of their profit for the next 10 years if they will close down their coal fire plant and they only get the money when they either sell it for scrap, dismantle it, or get rid of it. Then you get your money. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Now, is it possible? I don't think this is, this is it. But you already have a family, the president of the United States, getting money from our enemy, the Chinese Communist Party. For what is it? Information from the FBI? Or is it, hey, we'll get you some kickbacks here on green energy. You're going to be really, really good on green energy, right? Or, or what? What is all this money going for? This is important, America. This is not just... Hey, so I, you know, gave a guy a favor for the local golf course to be built. That's not what this is. This is dealing with our enemies. Joe Biden is also sending our hundred billion dollars, our hundred and twenty five billion dollars to a guy in Ukraine named Kolomoisky. If you watch my program or you follow me on radio and you remember what we did on Ukraine three years ago, who's Kolomoisky? Kolomoisky is the guy who had Privat Bank and Burisma. He's the guy that Joe Biden handed $8 billion of our money to put it in Privat Bank. What happened to it? No one knows. It just disappeared. So Joe Biden goes back to that guy and makes him the guy that is overseeing $125 billion. America, this is just what this is just the first story. I've got about 20 of I don't think I'm going to be able to get to all of them today. You've got to you've got to get the show prep and read it in order this is extraordinarily dangerous just this one but there is so much more back in 60 seconds 
Jason lives in Texas. He writes about his dog's experience with rough greens. He says, I have a nine-year-old Great Dane with a thyroid problem. She can't take her medicine because it makes her throw up constantly. Before I tried rough greens, she slept 23 hours a day. Now she does the happy dance all the way to her bowl. She's so much more active and uh, more active than she's been in a very, very long time. Such an amazing transformation. Thank you so much. Jason, thank you. If you want to give your dog a really happy and healthy life and have them enjoy their kibble food, may I suggest you try Rough Greens? You sprinkle it over their food. It has everything in it that they need, all the nutrition and probiotics. And Rough Greens wants you to have the first bag free just to make sure your dog really likes it as much as Uno does, my dog. And if they do, great. Then you get the next bag. If they don't, you're not out anything. You just have to pay for shipping, but the bag of, of uh, the um, Rough Greens is free. Go to Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash back, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash back, or call 833-G-L-E-N-N-33, 833-GLEN-33, RoughGreens.com slash back. 10 seconds, station ID. Okay, I want to give you uh, two more pieces of fact now. We now know, and I told you that all of this stuff that has now been verified by this Israeli who is being indicted by our DOJ, who said, I warned the DOJ about this. I'm being I'm being silenced here. They're trying to silence me and uh, make sure that nobody believes me. Um all of this is verified in the Hunter email stuff. Okay, it's all, it's all there. All you have to do is take his testimony, look at the emails, and it's there. And we now know that they were lying about the Hunter Biden laptop. He he said it in his own lawsuit. Okay, but we also know the president lied, and now we have the National Archives uh, verifying with documents that had to be FOIAed. The president signed off on all of the things that Hunter Biden was doing. It's in the National Archives. And what is the White House saying? These are all lies. Well, that only works in a corrupt country or for so long. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, well, spring is in the air and that means you're going to be spending a lot more time outside in the bright sunlight that means it's time for genucel right now for the first time ever genucel the best in skincare is including both the ultra retinol and the dark spot corrector in their most popular package when you go to genucel.com back you can save over 70 percent off genucel's most popular package right now just in time for the warm spring weather their ultra retinol contains a powerful retinol alternative which is safe on your skin in the summer sun and their dark spot corrector reduces the appearance of dark marks and sunspots from those long days outside plus you'll get genucel's world-class under eye bags and puffiness therapy for those frustrating moments of baggy puffiness. You don't want those. And when with its immediate effects, you'll get uh, results in as little as 12 hours guaranteed or your money back. So there's no risk here. Go to genucel.com slash back and save over 70% off their most popular package. Plus, every subscription includes a luxury box with two free springtime essentials. It's two free gifts plus free concierge shipping for a limited time. 
Go to GenuCell.com slash Beck. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Beck. Just when you think the DOJ can't get any dirtier, wait. Another story not connected to Biden. Next. Okay. Yeah. Uh, All right. Let me take you to the next topic. If you just joined us, please listen to today's podcast and in its entirety. Um, Today is an extraordinary news day where you have fact after fact. And I guarantee you, no one in the mainstream media will report these things. These are facts. They're not theories. They're facts. No one in the mainstream media will report these. They will keep you with bread and circuses. They will have you watching all the stuff that doesn't matter. So you don't see what the other hand is doing. This is an extraordinary important, extraordinarily important news day. And I'm giving them, I've taken our show prep, which is about 90 stories. And I've whittled them down to about 40, maybe 45. And I'm chunking them together so you can see the picture. And it's crystal clear, America. Crystal clear. I just told you the new information about the bribery and the FBI informant that was working under uh, Hunter Biden informing the Chinese about what the FBI was might be investigating. Now there's this story. At least one Proud Boys member on trial for January 6th storming the U.S. Capitol had a previously concealed FBI informant set to appear as a witness in their case. Okay, so wait a minute. We know that this FBI guy was embedded with the Proud Boys. So he was there. He knew everything. But somehow or another, didn't stop these, the worst of the worst. Now, they may be the worst of the worst. I don't know their case. These guys, let's just say they're the guys who are breaking down all the windows. Let's just say they're, they're the guys who were clubbing cops over the head. Let's accept for, for this purpose that these guys are the worst. Okay? If that's true, the FBI had an informant embedded with them. But the FBI didn't reveal that to them. Uh, even after their arrest and their attorneys are now saying because they just found out this information, this FBI agent was still in their midst. He was talking to the family members. He was talking to the attorneys. He was asking about the case, giving them advice on the case. He was informing the FBI about the defense case. Um, highly illegal. We've already heard that they, all the lawyers say they were listening to all of our conversations. There was no such thing as attorney-client privilege for the January 6th people. That's what their attorneys are saying. This now comes out 
because the the witness was being called and the prosecution had to say, by the way, your honor, this is an FBI informant. And the defense went, wait, what? This case must be dismissed. And I say that knowing full well these guys might be the worst of the worst and should go to prison. But in America, if one thing in the prosecution isn't done right, isn't done honestly, you must dismiss the case. You cannot have corrupt trials. And that's all we're getting. Does anybody honestly think if a jury would ever see the Donald Trump thing, do you think it would be a fair trial in Manhattan? Do you think these are fair trials in Washington, D.C.? We are becoming a country. Well, let me let me give you the next story. This is a great article in The Blaze. Anarcho-tyranny in the USA. The city of Philadelphia has just announced an agreement to pay $9.25 million settlement in connection with the police response to the protests after the death of George Floyd in 2020. So the, the city for justice, after the city was pulled apart, burned up, the city says, you know what, we, 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 should, we should give, you know, damages to these people because they're making ac- uh, accusations against the police of Philadelphia. They misbehaved. What did they do, Stu? What are the charges? Well, it, uh, they, the payments go to 343 plaintiffs who alleged physical and emotional injuries. So physical, not physical only, but physical and, and emotional, emotional injuries. They were mm-hmm. injured emotionally during their response which is very interesting this of course uh, after the floyd uh protests the city will also provide a grant of at least five hundred thousand dollars to the bread and roses community fund wow that sounds mm. that sounds beautiful and tasty what <laughs> is the bread and roses well fund? if you listen to reuters uh, which yeah. is where this story is coming right from there. it's free mental health counseling for residents of west philadelphia oh see that's great. that's good that's, that's awesome. wonderful that's really nice mm-hmm. um However, uh, what is the Bread and Roses Community Fund? Uh, it is a nonprofit organization based in Philadelphia that provides funding for grassroots organizing and activism focused on racial, social, and economic justice. They fund organizations and campaigns that work towards systemic change and support community power building. So this is like saying that your tax dollars going to Planned Parenthood is for uh uh counseling emotional he- uh, health care and also all the other women's health care that they provide which is nothing <laughs> 9.25 million dollars the city took from the taxpayers the taxpayers who must be business people etc etc because nobody else seems to be paying taxes anymore their businesses their streets are in danger they're being burned down and the city 
gives $9.25 million for mental and physical suffering. What did the police do? Well, they launched tear gas into the crowds. Oh, my gosh. And you can see that on video. But the protesters also say that you can't see this on the video. Uh, They were shooting at them. They had rubber bullets that they were shooting at them. Again, I say good. Good. You're burning down a city. I mean, that's the thing here. Justice is lost. What's justice in this situation? If you go and you burn down a city, the justice should be, number one, you're punished, right? You go to prison. Number two, maybe you have to pay back for the city for all of the damages that you've done to it. What was the number? It was in the billions, right? In the mm-hmm. Philly, in the Philly oh, riots. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They should be on the hook for some of that. Yes. Instead, the opposite happens where now taxpayers have to pay more money and give it to them. So this is a great article from McIntyre. He's he's one of the best writers uh, at the blaze. I urge you to read this story. What he's talking about. He doesn't necessarily go deeply into this story. You'll have to do that, you know, elsewhere or with another blaze story. What he's talking about is look what we have become. Listen to this. The slow death of the rule of law in America would be ugly enough. But what we're witnessing instead is the twisted, grimacing corpse of a system that was once designed to protect the safety of Americans now being used to punish us for disagreeing with our political elites. The breakdown of law and order is common in nations that are in a general state of collapse. As the Constitution reminds us, the primary duty of a government includes establishing justice and ensuring domestic tranquility. A nation that delivers neither will usually exhibit a wider range of systemic failures that will doom the larger civil civic project. America is perfectly capable of collecting taxes, surveilling its citizens, fighting a proxy war against a nuclear armed opponent in order to maintain global empire. The destruction of the rule of law by our leadership class does not seem to be a product of general incompetence, but specifically engineered outcome designed to terrorize the average citizen. What he's saying is this is anarcho tyranny. It is a state where the 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 elites, the state provides essential functions, but then uses selective enforcement of the justice system to punish the law abiding citizens and reward the criminal actions because they are political supporters. So what we've done is we've taken the money, $9.25 million, from the tax-paying public that is paying the government to protect and defend not just them, but everyone's constitutional rights. And they've taken this money and given $9.25 million to 300 people who had... Pain and suffering, mental pain and suffering, and some physical damage from, you know, the, the tear gas. We, we, don't you see what our money in Ukraine is going towards? I can guarantee you, I can guarantee you, if there is a God and we are 
humble enough to receive his divine providence, it will come out that some of the money of the $125 billion that we are sending over to Ukraine is being laundered and coming back to the United States to kill us, to destroy us. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. That's what they were doing. We showed you the evidence. That's what they were doing with the $8 billion that Kolomoisky lost. Just lost. When you say kill us, it's coming back to kill us. What, what coming do you mean back to kill Don't. America, to kill the republic. Coming back to destroy us, to, to fund our enemies internally. And our, and our enemies, meaning like uh, people who want to overthrow the American yes. experiment, essentially, right. and turn it into some sort of <laughs> yes. communist utopia. Yes. Right. OK. OK. Now, let me give you this. Rand Paul. Jeez, I'm almost out of time. I, I got to get through. Let me take a quick break and because I, I got to get through a few more stories. Otherwise, I'm not going to keep on time. There's so much to do. I want to paint a picture of peace of mind. You're planning to buy or sell a home in the near future or both. This is especially for you. Your real estate agent comes in the door, comes in, sits down, talks for a little bit about the house, what your goals are, what's realistic, what's not, uh, then says, I can get you more money if we do these things to your house. He's got a list of all the people that can do it and can do it on time and for reasonable amounts of money. And then he pulls up the names of every single person that you're going to need to get the job done and says, by the way, if I list your house, Hundreds of people are already going to see it, and I know I'm targeting them because they're looking for a house just like yours. How's that? That's not, uh, that's not a dream. That's reality. If you find the right real estate agent, we've done all the hard work for you, and we are working with some of the best real estate agents in the country. They don't work for me. We just monitor them and screen them. So we can recommend them to you for free. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Find the right real estate agent first. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, there's uh, there's a couple of things here that I've got to get to. Um, Rand Paul, and hopefully we'll be able to come back to this because it was great testimony. But Rand Paul talking to the CEO of Moderna about myocarditis, and he's like, "Hey, can will you tell me? Did you have any problems? Did you see anything?" And he's like, "No, I, I no." I, uh. After the testimony, after the uh, CEO perjures himself that's when Rand paul says you know it's funny because i just had a uh, conversation with your president last night and uh, he told me the exact opposite okay so we have this now we also find the federal biosecurity board these are the people that are supposed to watch over our biosecurity that would include gain of function research when we started gain of function research again in 20, what, 16, uh, they kind of, well, they only met once between 2017 and 2022. Yeah, 
Huh. Wow. So during the worst of COVID, they're not they're not doing uh, anything. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. Now listen to this one. What is our CDC and our FDA? Our FDA, by the way, just approved, you know, um, new bio meat. You know, you make make it from scratch. It's all fine. It's good for you. Mm -hmm. Why are they doing that? Because they're concerned about global warming. Try this one on for size. An increase in shortages of inexpensive yet critical medications is forcing hospitals in America to make horrible choices and is amounting to a national security threat. A report prepared for a Senate hearing found that drug shortages increased by nearly 30 percent compared to last year. Uh, Gang, we are turning in to Venezuela. We are turning. This is what you read about in socialist countries. Our government is worried about you and your misinformation. They're worried about what you are doing in your business. And they are failing. Governments are instituted among men to protect our rights and... To not sabotage us every step of the way. National security threat, please. Don't hoard, but store up on medication. The Glenn Beck program. How often do you think about making sure your wallet doesn't get stolen, or your phone, or your car? It's probably more often than you think, but what about your home? I bet it almost never crosses your mind. Have a listen to this. Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh, no, I have title insurance for that. No, it's in my name. Or he would have to get some special document. They would call me. You know, nobody's calling you. After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it, or sold the property, or done whatever I've done with it, it's 60 to 90 days to even figure out that they're the victim of this crime. You know, by that point, you start getting foreclosure notices, and you realize you've got four mortgages on your house. Not only that, you don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name. You're screwed, basically. Home title fraud is growing two and a half times faster than credit card fraud. Don't be a victim. Uh, here's how you can protect yourself and verify your home's title is still in your name. Go to HomeTitleLock.com slash Beck. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code Beck and register your address for your no obligation home title report. It's $100 value and it's free right now at HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. The promo code is Beck. Welcome to the program. It is Thursday. Last night on my TV show, I I tried to show you why Donald Trump is really being investigated. Why why they are arresting him this week. There's several reasons, but it all has to do with what is the other hand doing? Cakes and circuses. They need you 
to be entertained. Don't don't watch us. Watch that. See that over there? That's what's happening. And I mark my words, I swear to you, I don't know this for a fact. This is just my gut. They're going to arrest him. And then what's going to happen? When all this stuff from Hunter Biden comes out, they're going to say, oh, well, they're only doing this because we arrested the real criminal. You watch. And that will be a circus as well. So last hour, I told you the truth on several stories of what the government is doing right now that are really quite terrifying. The rule of law in America is over. Now let me show you what they are funding for the very near future. It is... Well, you don't have to speculate with your friends anymore. We are becoming Venezuela. We are becoming Russia. And I show you the hard evidence beginning in 60 seconds. America is changing from the inside out, and it's not a good change. And you and I are the only things that stand between the America that we once knew and hoped for to the one we're afraid she's about to become. And the ground beneath our feet gets shakier every day. Yet we're tasked with leading the next generation in a direction that will take us back to law and order and equal rights for all. Part of that, part of being an America, American is embracing your responsibilities and your fiscal responsibility, not spending beyond your need means beyond no matter what the government does, saving money where you can. And of course, paying down your debts whenever and wherever you can. America is having a hard time holding on to things. Please, will you let American financing just look at your situation? American Financing is a family-owned mortgage company that's in it for you, and they're saving people just like you an average of $700 a month. Plus, you could end up being able to delay up to two mortgage payments and close in as little as 10 days. The call is free. There's no obligation. Pick up the phone today. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334. So I want to give you uh, a few stories today. I urge you to watch or listen to the podcast if you missed the first hour. Today is a day that I I have not seen show prep like this come across my desk. I have about eight people, uh, and we all do show prep. Stu does it. I do it. We do it for about 21 hours every day as we're watching the news and seeing things and reading online, getting ready for the show. For 21 hours, we take everything that we're reading, all of our thoughts, and we send it into a central hub. And then it comes shooting out at me as an executive summary in the morning and, and 20, all of the stories. 21 hours is a way of saying, obviously, we're on the air for three hours, but it's actually true. And that like there's people that work overnight doing it. Yes. So we are constantly looking for stories today. I, I have made this um, available to you for free about, what, six months ago, because we can't get to all of the stories. And these are stories you're not necessarily seeing everywhere. And today, I just uh, tweeted some stuff, uh, a video of me in the dark 
you know, after about 90 minutes of show prep early in the morning before anybody's here. And I, I realize I am looking at the future of America with hard evidence. And I don't think I've ever had a day of show prep like this before in my career. And, uh, I want you to sign up for my free email newsletter and get the show prep. I'm going to have to ask them because everybody got their show prep in the morning if you're already signed up for it. Um, but uh, I want you to get it. I'll see if they can run it again tomorrow and send this today's out. But I have organized them in a way that I want you to listen to because they all tie in together. I showed you last hour what is currently being done on about four different fronts. Now, let me take you um, here. This comes from the Federalist. While the Twitter files offer a glimpse into the government's efforts to censor disfavored viewpoints, what we have seen is nothing compared to what is planned, as the details of hundreds of federal awards now lay bare. Research by The Federalist receives, uh, uh, reveals that our tax dollars are funding the development of artificial intelligence and machine learning technology that will allow the government to easily discover problematic speech and track America's reading and partaking in conversations. In partnership with big tech, big business, and media outlets, the government will ensure the speech is censored under the guise of combating misinformation and disinformation. Remember when they said they wanted an office of uh, truth or whatever it was, and everybody, you know, oh my gosh, that's horrible. We can't do that. And they dropped it right away. I said, don't, 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 don't put your guard down. They're going to do it a different way. Well, here is the money showing you what they're doing. The federal government now is awarded more than 500 plus contracts or grants related to misinformation or disinformation since 2020. So 500 different companies or groups are working for the government to gather information on you. One predominant area of research pushed by the Department of Defense includes the use of AI and ML technology to monitor or listen to Internet conversations originally used as a marketing tool for businesses to track discussions about their brands and products and attract competitors. The DOD and other federal agencies are now paying for profit public relations and communication firms to convert their technology into tools for the government to monitor your speech online. The areas of interest the companies monitor differ somewhat, and each business offers its own unique AI and machine learning proprietary technology. But the underlying approach and goals are identical. The technology under development will mine large portions of the Internet and identify conversations deemed by the government indicative of an emerging harmful narrative to allow the government to track these threats and adopt countermeasures before the messages go viral. With AI and machine learning identifying in real time the origins of supposed influence operations and how the messages spread, 
the government will have the ability to preempt the amplification of speech, squelching even true reporting before the general populace has an opportunity to learn the news. To appreciate fully the danger this poses to free speech requires Americans to consider the use of that technology with some additional details. First, the AI and ML technology under development will mine every conceivable mode of conversation for the government. Consider, for example, the databases monitored by just a few of the companies the government is paying to develop this AI and ML technology. One, peak metrics. The receipt of $1.5 million tracks millions of news sites, blogs, global social platforms, podcasts, TV, radio, and all email newsletters. Omalas, Inc. just received more than a million dollars in taxpayer money. It will cull data from the most influential newspapers, TV channels, government offices, militant groups, and uh, across more than a dozen social networks and messaging apps, thousands of websites, and thousands of RSS feeds. The Althea Group which received a phase one award of $50,000 to develop a machine learning tool for proactive disinformation, misinformation, detective, uh, detection, assessment, and mitigation. It boasts it covers data sources, including mainstream and fringe social media platforms. Stu, I think they're talking about us. Peer-to-peer messaging platforms, peer-to-peer messaging platforms, blogs and forums, state-affiliated media sites, gray propaganda sites, and the dark web. NewsGuard, which was just recently discredited, $750,000 by the DOD. They're offering two databases, including the unreliable Reliability Rankings Database. Um, Primer, which scored $3 million award to develop its technology, offers a database that looks to news and media data sources, publicly captured images, publicly captured images, the dark web, cyber attacks uh, shared by the general public and classified, presumably for the government clients and unclassified data sources. Primer also partners with Flashpoint, which adds Telegram, Reddit, Discord, and the deep dark web to the database's mind. Okay. So they plan on listening, reading, culling, and sorting through AI all of our communication and all of our thoughts. This is not just for foreign influence this is for america as well they will be able to quote flag problematic speech on any imaginable subject here the past is prologue speech need not involve terrorism act of war or even our electoral process for our government to consider it within its purview to fact check It also needs not be false. The Twitter files and recent events provide Americans a glimpse into the breadth of the topics of the government that they may deem harmful narratives worthy of censor. 
from elections to vaccines to run on grocery stores. Underlying the government's obsession with silencing misinformation, disinformation, and malinformation is the great power competition perspective of foreign relations, under which China and Russia represent a constant threat to America's power, influences, and interests. So when you have a problem, we have to be the, the great power competition. We, we have to do what the other people are doing, and we also can't let our own people do anything to hurt our great power. So anybody who talks about bank runs, it's not just the people that might be influencing outside of the country. But if you say, I got my money out of the bank and, and you got to think about it because this this is this is a problem. These things are going to collapse. The government with A.I. And, and machine learning will deem that as a threat to the United States of, of America and you will be tracked and silenced. These this is not uh, up for debate or question. This is not a conspiracy theory. We have the receipts. This is what these companies are being engaged by our government to do. Now, there's another story. The TSA. Transportation Security Administration. The chief, David Petrosky, said we really want to make the travel process easy and safe and more comfortable, more pleasant. All this taking off of your shoes and uh, we we can do so much better. Have you tried clear? All we need is a retinal scan of your eye. Don't ever let them take a retinal scan. We just need a retinal scan of your eye. I mean, 2.4 million people are screened every day by the TSA, and, and we need to make sure the security is there, but also that they don't is, uh, suffer any friction at all. So we urge now facial recognition. Um, we urge the new technology, uh, and we're building this. And may I quote, biometrics eventually will not be optional you want to fly you're going to have to give them your retinal scan but you won't have to take off your shoes one last thing on this subject there's a bill going to the senate floor now and this is the way you have to think you have to understand there's a bill on the senate floor now to Prevent spying on you and your family by your refrigerator because smart refrigerators have cameras and also microphones. And we have already seen cases where that information can just be given over to the government sometimes without even a warrant or asking for it. The world is changing dramatically. I want you to be prepared, and we'll give you more in just a second. Sometimes you end up in pain because you zigged when you should have zagged, and we've all been there. But sometimes it's just because we're getting older, and pain turns into a thing that stays more often than it goes. It becomes something you have to live with every day. 
day in, day out, and that's no way to live. You can find ways to mask the pain, but that's not good, and it zones you out, it's horrible. The other option is fight it, and that's what I did. Once I was finally convinced by my wife to try Relief Factor, I found out that it worked. If you're dealing with pain, please give Relief Factor a try. It may not work for you like it does for me, but it might. I got my life back. The three-week quick start is $19.95. It's a trial pack, not a drug. Developed by doctors, hundreds of thousands of people have ordered it. 70% of them go on to order more. Those are pretty good batting averages. ReliefFactor.com. Call 800-4-RELIEF. 800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. 10 seconds. Station ID. Okay, Um, I'm going to spend just a couple of minutes on what the Fed did and what it means. But then after the bottom of the hour break, I'm going to give you some information that uh, if all of this system was in, they would stifle this. And I wouldn't have seen this one news story this morning. Um, And uh, it should tell you everything you need to know. So. Yesterday, Federal Reserve enacted a quarter percent point on interest rate increase. Just so you know, the only way to fight inflation is to increase the interest rate. Uh, When we were in uh, the 1980s and we had, we thought, bad inflation, it took an interest rate of 19% to come back and bring all that money in. The number that we would need to pull all this money back in would probably would would be over 20. It would be way over 20. We can't do that because it'll collapse everything. We have seen it now with the banks. The banks and Wall Street are freaked out about any interest rate. They were going to raise it by 50 basis points. Instead, they did half of that. Everybody on Wall Street and the banks were like, No interest rate gain. So the Fed is now between the rock and the hard place that told you I told you 12 years ago we would get here. If you keep doing this to the dollar, you're going to come to a place to where if you raise interest rates, you'll collapse everything. If you don't, you'll have hyperinflation. The same people that told you that inflation was transitory. With facing the collapse of the banking system yesterday said, we got to raise it at least half. We have to raise the interest rates facing a global catastrophe. That should tell you everything you need to know about how they actually feel about inflation and what's coming your way. Janet Yellen, then yesterday, said the government's not going to offer blanket insurance of bank deposits. Now, they did that just recently, but they're they're not sure they're going to pick and choose. That further destabilizes all of our local and regional banks, which provide 60 percent of all of the loans for commercial Real estate, commercial bank, I mean, sorry, commercial business. All of our business, 60% of it is in those small local and regional banks. And she further destabilized it yesterday. 
But believe it or not, that's the good news. I'll tell you what else happened, a story that you, I guarantee you, won't hear anywhere else next. The Glenn Beck Program. Uh, I'd be willing to pay more money for lower quality phone service. I mean, if it if it meant not having to give money to the big mobile companies that support the awful things like Planned Parenthood, I mean, it can't be horrible. But I suspect if uh, anyone did offer that kind of service, nobody would do it. But what if you didn't have to pay more and you were going to be paying less and it wasn't a big service, you know, one of the big three, and it was as good, if not better than their service? That's a no-brainer. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offers, offers dependable nationwide coverage because they're on all the same towers of the three major networks. That means you're going to get the best possible service wherever you're at. If you're not satisfied, their coverage guarantee lets you switch to a different network for free without changing carriers. 100% U.S.-based customer service will make switching easy. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 878-PATRIOT. You can still save 20 bucks at Blaze TV. Here's how you do it. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code WILLNOTBECENSORED. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. I know you mentioned potentially sending out today's prep tomorrow, and I don't think people are going to want to wait that long after hearing all of this. They probably want to read it all earlier than that. Is it, I mean, or I guess we so could send like a link to tomorrow morning why to yesterday. Why don't we do both? Producers, if you're listening, I want to do both. Um, I want you to sign up for the free email newsletter today. Um, this is critical information, and I'll explain it in just a second. Um, and I want you to, I want you to read it and see how I've stacked it. Um, and you can see that online right now, but I, I want to send this out. Maybe we'll send this out like tonight. We'll send it out this evening. Okay. Around dinner time. Uh, and that way you can look at all of them and share them with your family or anybody that wants to read them, but read them all tonight. And then we'll also put in a link in tomorrow's show prep so For, yeah you'll okay. Get it, okay okay and how do people sign up you just go to glenbeck.com glenbeck.com sign up for the free email newsletter um you get all of the information by the way as well at glenbeck.com on last night's episode which outlined the hunter biden uh case and what what they're really afraid of um uh, but there's new information in today's show prep that just came out, and we missed it last night because it hadn't been released yet. That is it's staggering, staggering. Okay, so we've told you now about uh, what the government is actually doing with the Justice Department, uh, you know, FBI, what all of these things are are pushing us toward. We told you a little bit today about the all the cars that are coming out. Last of the line, meaning no more gasoline engines. That is going, that's kicking the door behind us closed. There's no going back from this. And yet we don't have the energy. 
We don't have the transmission lines for the energy that it will need. We'll need to have very soon. Okay, we told you a little bit about that. I told you what's coming in censoring you and monitoring you. They, I, I, I want to explain today's show as most days we will and most hosts will do this. They are they're a doctor and you're seeing a symptom in the society. And so you'll take as the doctor as in my role, I take and I show you that x-ray and I say, look at this symptom. Look at what's happening in our body. This is really bad. Okay. And then I put that x-ray down and I say, wow, look at this infection. This is horrible. And we diagnose that symptom and we put it down. Today, I'm showing you all of the facts of all of these symptoms so you could diagnose what's happening. Forget about all of the symptoms. Let's look at all of them together. Is there a clear case for what is happening to the body of our country? Yes, there is. And unfortunately, I don't give it a long life. You have six to 12 months to live as a republic. And it's going to take one bad cold to bring it down. I just told you about the financial situation. Let me give you two other stories. This one you won't hear anywhere else. But tie this to all of the financial stories of what China and Russia is doing with gold and what they're doing to replace the dollar. Listen to this one. As part of a new payment system launched last year, Indonesian President Joko Widodo called on Wednesday for his countrymen to abandon the use of foreign payment networks like MasterCard and Visa and to adopt credit cards from domestic banks. He said everyone in Indonesia should be able to use Indonesian manufactured credit cards so we can be independent in case of a geopolitical disruption that could economically affect our country. So you want to talk about a run on the banks. Now you have Indonesia. Hmm, I think, I mean, it's not a great country, but I think it was an ally just a few years ago. Indonesia now saying, don't do anything with American credit cards because there might be a disruption and we don't want to catch contagion. So they are isolating themselves from our banking system. Be very careful, he said. We must remember the sanctions imposed by the U.S. on Russia. Visa and MasterCard could soon become a problem. Perfect. Perfect. Ted Cruz, yesterday. Full support, Ted. What do you need? Ted Cruz introduces a bill blocking the Fed from adopting central bank digital currency. This is critical. This is the door to the cage, the key, the locks, the razor wire around that jail cell. Okay? If they get digital currency that is run by the Fed, 
your security, your freedom is over. That is not hyperbole. It will control what you can buy, where you can buy it. It tracks every single dime and it's programmable. So it can be different for different people. You might be able to buy gas, but I'm not deemed somebody that needs gas. So I can't buy gas. It's extraordinarily dangerous. The Senate and the House need to pass a bill with with a veto override that stops the Federal Reserve from doing this. Now, how hard is that going to be? Let me give you two more stories. Securities and Exchange Commission issued crypto exchange Coinbase a Wells notice. What's a Wells notice? Well, I believe somebody that was just being uh, confirmed for our federal court system couldn't identify what a Wells notice was. Probably something important. It's a warning that companies get that identify potential violations of U.S. securities law. Coinbase shares fell nearly 12% in extended trading after the news broke on Wednesday, adding an 8.16% drop during regular trading hours. Based on discussions with the staff, the company believes these potential enforcement actions would relate to aspects of the company's spot market, staking service uh, Coinbase Earn, Coinbase Prime, and Coinbase Wallet. Coinbase said in a regulatory filing, the potential civil action may seek injunction relief, disgorgement, and civil penalties. Now, here's the problem. What have they done wrong? This is the question that Coinbase has been asking the SEC for months. Here's their response. Today, we're disappointed to share that the SEC gave us a Wells notice regarding an unspecified portion of our listed digital assets. Our staking service, Coinbase Earn, Coinbase Prime and Coinbase Wallet, after a cursory investigation, a Wells notice is a way the FCC, uh, F, sorry, SEC staff tells a company that they are recommending that the SEC take enforcement action for possible violations. It is not a formal charge or lawsuit, but it can lead to one. Rest assured, Coinbase products and services continue to operate as usual. Today's news do not require any changes to our current products or services. What are they doing? They're saying, please don't run on us. Today's Wells notice does not provide a lot of information for us to respond to. The SEC staff told us they had identified potential violations of security laws, but little more. We asked the SEC specifically to identify which assets on our platform they believe may be securities, but they declined to do so. Today's Wells notice also comes after Coinbase provided multiple proposals to the SEC about registration over the course of months, all of which the SEC ultimately refused to respond to. Although we don't take this development lightly, we're confident in the way we run our business, the same business we presented to the SEC in order for us to become a public company in 2021. Look, here's what the government is doing. They just last week shut down the two biggest uh, digital currency banks 
both of which, both of which, the first one they shut down said they're talking to us about regulation and everything else. We can't we can't do business under the kind of onerous regulation. So they regulated one bank out of business. Then the next one, they said, no, we're we're fine. And the government stepped in and said, you're not fine. We're taking over and shut it down. Now, today, they're coming after Coinbase and Coinbase. You have to read this letter from Coinbase. Coinbase is saying we have asked them. They have been in our offices and we're like, let us fix anything that you want. Just tell us how we're supposed to operate and we will. And they won't. The, the law is not being enforced here because you don't know what the law is because they can make it up. But worse than that, worse than that, they can smear you and send you a Wells notice. You're saying, I don't know what am I doing wrong? And that smear will let that people know, oh, the federal government is going to shut them down. And so everybody vacates. They're closing your exits up. And they're not doing it legally. They're not doing it in the American way. By the way, I want to just give you one more piece of information. I gave it to you last hour, but in case you don't get back to the podcast today, Please do try to get the podcast, but listen to this. There is a 30% shortage right now. It is being called a national security threat. You're not hearing about it anywhere because they're all too damn busy with the distraction of, is Donald Trump, well, is he guilty or not guilty? Are you kidding me? This is a misdemeanor. Why is this out? Because they don't want you looking at I lived in New York. They start closing bridges. You better get the hell out of there. Well, they're closing all the bridges, gang. And they're telling you to look at Times Square at this outrageous billboard. 30%, 30% shortages at hospitals now of really important and inexpensive drugs. We don't make them here anymore. There's already a 30% shortage on drugs. We are turning into Cuba or Venezuela. Now, you know what happened when, when Hugo Chavez died and the bus driver takes over and it becomes a, a kleptocracy where you just have villains running it who are just gorging themselves on the the wealth of the nation and screw everybody else they ate the zoo animals they had no medicine they're begging us to send band-aids if you have a family member in venezuela you know you sent them the basic of basics don't think it can't happen here because that's exactly where we're headed and uh the only thing that will save us is god the only thing that will save us is turning back to god 
and asking for his forgiveness and asking him to grant you peace and serenity and take your anger from you. Humble yourself and focus on kindness because we're going to need to hold each other up. And I don't care what you've done in your life. I don't care how smeared you are. All hands on deck. There is something called forgiveness and redemption. Grab on to it. Because we need you in a lifeboat. Back in a minute. Uh, hey, the FDA just said, you know, for global warming, we're going to have this new meat you can, grow, you can grow in a Petri dish. Oh, well, that's fantastic, isn't it? Mmm. Soylent green. <laughs> anyway, uh, for those of us who, you know, either have a farm, live near a farm, like farms, played with a play school farm, those things are important. And farmers and ranchers are really taking it in the chin over and over again. Good Ranchers is a company that you can subscribe to get your meat delivered to you um, so you don't have to go to the grocery store and get your meat. And you you sign the box and you order what you want, whatever's right for your family, chicken, beef, hamburger, fish, whatever. It's all sourced here in America, and it is your local farms and ranchers. And it will lock in your price of meat as long as you're subscribed. So... No matter what happens to inflation, what they're going to be paying for, your neighbor is going to be paying for meat in the grocery store. You won't be paying that because you lock in your price right now. Please subscribe to Good Ranchers at GoodRanchers.com. Help our farmers, help our ranchers get good quality American meat and save a buttload of money. It's GoodRanchers.com. Use the promo code BECK. GoodRanchers.com. Promo code BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know, I'm seeing uh, President Z and President Putin, and we were just talking off air about... Uh, uh, the war in uh, Ukraine and their buddy buddies, you know, um, they're not buddy buddies. If if China could take out both Putin and the United States in the same war against each other. Uh, big win for China. Big win. You really think that China is in this for their buddies? They're in this for China, for China. All right, everything we're talking about today, make sure you grab a copy of it at glenbeck.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Let me uh, talk to you about uh, being prepared with My Patriot Supply. If you've been listening today, I hope that you have thought of the things that you can do to prepare. Um, if you don't have proper food supply, please call My Patriot Supply. MyPatriotSupply.com. Go there. They have a sale on their three-month emergency food kit. You get one for each member of your family. They come in unmarked boxes. Don't tell anybody that you've done this. Three-month emergency food kit. Save $200 per kit. Each kit gives you a wide variety of delicious breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, and snacks. 2,000 calories a day. It'll keep your family's strength up. Uh, God only knows what 
is coming our way. You need a bridge to stability because we do survive this and we do become stable. But you need that bridge. So go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Go there now. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. It is the anniversary uh, of Waco. Waco has changed so much because a couple of people, a married couple got together and are like, hey, let's fix up houses. Before that, it was only known uh, <laughs> for the Branch Davidians. Okay. It's been a, quite a makeover. Uh, and it is, uh, it's quite powerful. But there are lessons to be learned from Waco as we approach the 20th anniversary of that. Um, we have a guy who has made the, um, the ultimate, I think, documentary on Waco. It's Waco, American Apocalypse. And you can find it on Netflix now. He's going to talk to us a, a little bit about the lessons that he has learned also the making of this documentary he had one, somebody that was a child nine years old and she's still traumatized by it uh she was one of the survivors and uh we'll get his view of her telling that story coming up in just a second oh by the way uh, today is the day that time traveler remember the time traveler uh that you know came here and he's been talking on TikTok, and he's today's the day the aliens arrive and there's they're only going to leave 8000 of us so send me 49.99 cuz you're not going to need it send 49.99 and I'll put a good word in for you for the aliens okay life lock Infl- um, inflation is hitting everybody and that includes cyber criminals oh, these poor people have to pay through the nose at the gas station and the grocery store just like you do i mean they're working hard usually while you're asleep just to just to be able to make ends meet i mean does that does that sound fair to you yeah it really does i uh i hope they you know are in their basement and they can't make any money and Oh, darn. Did they starve to death? Oh, that's too bad. Look, you do everything online, and there are people that are nefarious that are trying to get your information from the uh, Internet. Nobody can stop all cyber crime, uh, and it's getting worse and worse. But there is one company out there that I think does a better job uh, than anybody else, and they have saved my wife and I several times over. I think we've had them for 20 years. Uh, LifeLock by Norton. Norton, you know, is the best for um, viral security. These guys 
have preventative measures to keep you safe and access to a restoration team if you do end up having your information hacked into. I want you to save 25% right now. You just go to lifelock.com. Use the promo code Beck. You'll save 25%. Lifelock.com. Or you can call them at 1-800-LIFELOCK. That's 1-800-LIFELOCK. Or lifelock.com. Promo code Beck. Tiller Russell is uh, with us. Uh, He is the director of Waco American Apocalypse. Hey, Tiller. How are you, man? Good morning, Glenn. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. You bet. Um, you know, are are you concerned at all? I guess just got to start with this. Uh, are you concerned at all that in today's environment, an anniversary of Waco is uh, could be used politically a hundred different ways? And I don't think any of them real good. You know, it is a it's a it's a big consideration, and it's something that we thought about while making it. And at the, at the I think at the end of the day, what we felt like is this story's been told for sort of political purposes so much, beginning on day one as it was breaking on national television and on the newspapers every day. And we wanted to approach it from more of a I guess a humanist perspective, right. where you talk to the and you find out what it's really like to live through something like this. So tell me about the the young girl. She I think was nine years old and she was she was in there when, you know, the whole thing was set on fire, a nightmare. Tell me her story. Yeah, her story is pretty amazing. She was, you know, born and raised into the Branch Davidian um, sect, and her parents were both members of it. And hang, hang really on, can you age. wait, wait, can you just. What is the Branch Divinity? What is it that they believed? Well, basically what it is, is it's an offshoot of the Seventh-day Adventist religion that David Koresh ended up coming in and kind of, you know, taking power of. And he had this prophecy that the end of the world was coming and that he was going to lead his flock through this, you know, Armageddon-like battle with the powers of Babylon, also known as the federal government, and that he would kind of lead them on to the afterlife. And so that was this vision that he conjured and told the people that, you know, that followed him. Okay. All right. So her parents were involved. She's born into it. What happened? Born into it. And at a young age, you know, David, David Koresh's prophecy kind of continued to evolve. And what he said at a certain point was that he was going to dissolve all the marriages of the members, um, you know, that were following him. And that then he would be able to take as spiritual wives, essentially, you know, have sex with all the women and be the only one who was able to do so. And when that happened, this uh, young woman's mother, her name's Heather Jones, and her mother said, I'm out, I'm not doing this, and left. And and her father stayed and she stayed. And so wait, 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 wait. Mom left the daughter behind. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think it was incredibly challenging circumstances. Okay. And I think she was kind of intimidated and, okay. and uh, you know, broken hearted. You know, right. OK, OK. Back for a daughter All right. but you know her daughter ended up you know stuck there in that and so um you know and david koresh was her uncle actually and oh, so she it grew up in this scenario and she was actually the last child to make it out of the compound alive Jeez. and it was an incredibly powerful and emotional experience uh hearing her tell her story i just uh I just I, I collect uh, American history, and um, I just bought a a piece from the Titanic. It is uh, from a 16 year old girl. She was on the Titanic, and she tells this harrowing story. In fact, you see it in the movie Titanic. 
But she said, um, I didn't speak for three months after this. She lost her dad. She was the only survivor um, in her family. And uh, it just devastated her to the point she couldn't speak for three months. How is she doing now? How is the survivor of David Koresh and Waco? Well, it was, um, you know, I think anybody that lives through something like this, whether it's the Titanic or whether it's, you know, Waco or whether it's the depredations of the Night Stalker in Los Angeles, you know, which was that story we told before. And it's always one of these things where you have to, I think, very sensitively talk to the people because you're asking them to talk about oh, yeah. the most intense moments of their lives. And um, they need to feel like they're in a place where they can really tell the truth about it for the first time and tell it to the world. I, I, so, I hear this took 10 hours to do an interview with her. Yeah, I do. I do these exhaustive interviews. I think it wears down everybody around me, but it takes a long time to get to the point where people feel comfortable enough to really tell wow. you about you know, that the intensity of, of, of that experience and what it's like to live through it. And for this young woman, you know, it was every, it was burned into her consciousness. She could literally, literally remember every moment. And, and so it was like almost hearing somebody playing the movie in their mind of their life. It was really a powerful experience. So, um, by the way, she's what, 39 now, 30th anniversary. She was that's, nine. That's, that's, that's exactly right. Um, the, um, you know, you look at, um, Waco and it, it's, you know, it's, it's hard to talk about because, you know, I, I don't know, except for maybe the innocent children and some of the, some of the people in there, you know, there, there wasn't really a good guy on either side. Um, and I think some of the people involved with the, uh, Branch Davidians, we're good guys and didn't want it to go that way. And I think some of the FBI agents were like, what, what are we doing? We, th this is not good. But it just was something that just seemed to spiral out of control. Waco is one of those stories where everybody lost and everybody is haunted by it. And what was so surprising to me when you actually have a chance to sit down with everybody is they're all just human beings. I mean, we think of the FBI or we think of the ATF as these big institutions that are, you know, monolithic and uh, know exactly what they're doing or, or you know, know ex don't know exactly what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, okay. um, but really, it's composed of individuals, right? It's individual human beings in impossible circumstances trying to make the best call that they can. And in this case, it was an absolute national disaster. And I think all of us are haunted by the specter of Waco. And as you started, Glenn, like it's really important to have this reckoning with these iconic moments in American history on the anniversaries so that you don't have the same tragedies again. So what is it we're supposed to learn? I think that it's that it is human beings at the center of it. At the end of the day, it's easy to sit there and point fingers and say, okay, the ATF screwed this up. Okay, the FBI screwed this up. And unquestionably, there were all sorts of missteps and failures. But at the end of the day, really, it is human beings who are trying to do the best that they can. So for me, it's an exploration of the human condition, what it's like to be alive, what it's like to die, what it's like to have to make these vital decisions when there's tanks surrounding a compound all the um you know movie mm. camera tv cameras are there and and what do you do it's, it was uncharted territory for everybody 
it, it is seem in my memory at least it seems like uh kind of what we're doing right now with russia the american people are going this isn't good and i i don't agree with russia but i i think the people should be free but they're not all the good people over there and and it just keeps going and getting escalated by either Russia or by us and keeps getting bigger and bigger. And we're all kind of sitting there going, well, there's got to be an exit here. Can somebody take an exit? And and then nobody does. But I, I remember watching it going, why? Why? Who, what's the pro- why? Why aren't we just sitting down and talking about this? Why is this getting so far out of control? I mean, it went for what, 50 days? 51 days. It's like watching a slow motion car crash. It was. Where you can see, you know, everybody's about to go flying through the windows and there's about to be blood in the streets. And nobody knew what to do because nobody had ever been in a situation before, just like we are seeing with Russia today. So it's and and I think history is at its most relevant. You know, you're a huge history buff. And I think history is at its most relevant and resonant when in some way it speaks about what's happening in the world today. And I think this Waco story really does. You know, it's a story about God and guns in America and what that does to our children. And wait, 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 wait. Explain that. What does that mean? Well, I mean, these are questions that have been with us from the, the founding of this country, right? The right to, to worship God the way you want, the right to, you know, the constitutional right to bear arms. But at the center of Waco, what you have is all of these children whose lives are literally in the hands of all of the adults around them. And there's a complete failure to communicate by all of the adults. And I think that's really the, the you know, the burning lesson at the heart of Waco is you have to speak to each other. And at Waco, nobody could hear anybody else. The FBI, you know, members of the FBI or different factions are fighting with each other. And the Branch Davidians can't communicate with the press. The press doesn't understand what the hell is going on. And it's it's this failure to communicate, which I think is is you know, a vital thing that's happening in the world today, too. You know, everybody's kind of screaming and nobody's listening. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if it's a communication problem as much as it is a listening problem. You know, I've, I've yeah, I, I, I mean, I see, you know, the press or, you know, even me at times, whatever. Um, but I see people approach something and they think they know what's going on. And if you're not humble enough to be willing to change your opinion when you find different facts, and a lot of people aren't on all sides of every issue, um, you're not listening and there's no way out if you're not listening. I, that, I think that's absolutely beautifully put. You know, th- it does require this humility where all of us have strongly held opinions, whatever your politics are, whatever your background is. And the ability for one human being to listen to another is what gives us a functioning civil society. And I think that's what we need to remember because everybody's temperature is running really hot these days. So we are we're telling a, a story um, for uh, Waco as well, uh, not nearly as well as you're doing it with um, American Apocalypse. By the way, you can see it at Netflix. Really good. I haven't watched it yet, but my staff has. Really good. I'm watching it this weekend. Um, but uh, you know, we we talked to somebody in the Branch Davidians, and they said, "Well, we won't really talk to you unless you will." you know, let us say our piece unedited and we listen to their piece and it doesn't seem any healthier. 
it's funny because my experience of this story, I had all of these preconceived notions about what I was going to contend with. And really, I kept being surprised. You know, there's this sniper from the hostage rescue team, this guy, Chris Whitcomb, who tells the story of what it's like to roll into Waco, uh, you know, armed for bear. And at some point in there, he's got David Koresh literally in his crosshairs. And he realizes, okay, if I pull the trigger right now, I'm going to go to prison for the rest of my life for an unauthorized murder, but this will end the standoff. And what was so interesting about this guy was I kind of expected this, you know, door kicking, knuckle-backing, you know, whatever. And instead, here was this really deeply thoughtful guy who was a writer and he was a poet and he had actually Mm. deeply engaged with David Koresh's theology during the siege to say, like, is there anything there? Is this real or is this just a hustle? And so again and again and again, these people were much more complicated than I thought they would be. And that's, to me, what made it, you know, a fascinating exploration of the human condition. Tiller, thank you so much. Um, You are uh, you're quite the director. Um, We've been watching um, you for a while and you're you're really a great director. Thank you so much for telling the story in a sensitive and uh, and balanced and honest way. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Glenn. You bet. Tiller Russell, uh, you can find Waco, the American Apocalypse, Netflix.com, Netflix.com. It was released uh, yesterday. He's also one of the executive producers of the program. Back in just a second, there are a lot of good things going on in Florida these days. One of them is the Let Us Do Good Village in Land Lakes. This is the first of a planned series of communities of about 100 homes set up by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation for Gold Star families. Now, the first family to move in were the Thorntons, Danielle and her children. Their um, their dad, her husband, uh, was killed. Um, and when he was killed, they were given a mortgage-free home there. The idea behind this village, it started from a donation. Somebody said, here, take this land and do something good with it. Um, the, uh, the village is based on the idea that Gold Star families and families of fallen first responders, cops and firefighters, they um, if they die, their family is taken and given a, a free home so they can live amongst other people that can relate to them. Also, catastrophically injured uh, live there as well. They're all neighbors. And that community helps everybody recover. It's the first of many communities like it. Hopefully donate eleven dollars a month to tunnel to towers dot com. Uh, I'm sorry. It's sorry. That's tunnel to towers. And you can find them at T two T dot org T the number two T dot org. Do it now. Ten seconds. Station ID. It's really amazing uh, what is going on and how our media is is honestly a circus. It is a circus instead of uh, instead of actually talking about some of the things that we've covered today uh, in the first two hours of the podcast. It is a critical show that you listen to today's podcast Um, instead of talking about those things. We are talking about, you know, Joe Biden. Did he lie or is the GOP lying? And it's going back and forth. And nobody's going to. 
the Democrats lie all the time, the Republicans lie all the time, and the media lies for whichever side they're on. There's no honest brokers here. And is that the most important thing? Our country literally is on fire. We could be on the edge of a depression. Perry's saying, oh, it could be a recession. It's not going to be a recession. If these banks fail this time, there's no bailing it out. With our, with our interest uh, rates and with our uh, inflation rates, it's not going to be a recession. It's going to be game-changing for the entire Western world. And who on the media is preparing you for that? And I mean just preparing you. People will freak out, and nobody makes a good decision when they freak out. And you freak out when you're surprised. There's no reason to freak out. We make it through all of these things. If we're informed and if we're prepared, and that is really why I really wanted to do today's show as intense as it has been in the last in the first two hours of the show. Um, you have to be prepared. And I wanted to show you with the hard facts, no theory, show you with the hard facts where we're headed um, in all sectors to show you all of the symptoms of the body so you can diagnose yourself. This is the illness. Um, tomorrow, we're just going to... We're going to lighten up, man. We're going to lighten up uh, on tomorrow's program. More in just a minute. Stand by. The Glenn Beck Program. You really don't have to be a genius to see the at least possibilities and probabilities of what are what's coming our way, especially with the banking community. I mean, they are telling you that we're fine. We're fine. This is stable. Well, that's good. You don't need to take your money out of the bank. You'll be covered by the <laughs> FDIC. They'll print more money. Okay, uh, so you're going to get your money. Uh, don't panic. However, that money eventually is going to be worth nothing. And you know this because of what the Fed did yesterday. They're so spooked by the banks, yet they still raise the interest rate by a quarter point. That shows you they are freaking out about inflation. The hedge against inflation, the hedge against banking collapses and everything else is gold and silver. I want you to call Goldline now, 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Goldline's offering a special on their $5 gold Indian and $5 gold Liberty coins. With every roll or box of 20 of each of them, you're going to receive 100 of the one-ounce copper Mayflower rounds, no charge. Goldline, 866-GOLDLINE. Head over to glenbeck.com and make sure you subscribe to the email newsletter. Get all the prep from today that we've been talking about. It's glenbeck.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You are in the right place. Thank you so much for listening and uh, joining us uh, every day on the podcast or on the broadcast. Uh, we hope that we bring value uh, and uh, we, we work really hard 
to bring you the stories and the analysis that you won't find any place else that is really important. Um, it's amazing. You are an amazing audience. Um, what was it? Two days ago, I mentioned the name of the book, uh, my next book. It is the second in the Great Reset series, and it is called Dark Future, Uncovering the Great Reset's Terrifying Next Phase. I'm uh, pumped up to read the new book um, in the Dogman series. That's number one on Amazon right now, uh, Dogman the- <laughs> and 20,000 Fleas Under the Sea. Right. And uh, now you are not number one on Amazon no, or no. or number two. That's little Damon learns to earn. Right. Okay. But you were how, number how, three. How crazy is that? <laughs> that it's like, you know, dog and his fleas and little Billy pees in his pants and dark future. <laughs> <laughs> Can you explain uh, the title? Is there is this like from a quote? Is it just that you just see the future is really no, dark? I, it is the I mean, we went back and forth with a hundred different names. And uh, couldn't capture this because it's based on the great narrative and and how things are planned to change. And I'm showing them to you every day. What what is what does what is the end game here? What does it look like in five or six years? And uh, the only thing that came to mind like we kept coming back to was it's a dark future. Mm. It's a very dark future. I don't want that future. And if if we will just look at who and what they're doing, it doesn't have to be that. Right. But it's a dark future for the entire world. There it's not just America for us to get out, at least in theory. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Because, okay, you know, we spent a lot of time today with a, a tad, maybe a tad. Some people will say what a tad negative, maybe a, a little depressing. But today was a kind of a different show, which you, you outlined. Urgent. Yeah. Uh, don't yeah. confuse depressing or scary with urgent. Urgency. Yeah. This is I, urgent that you understand these things. Yeah. And I think like part of this stuff, because it's so overwhelming, uh, makes me almost like throw up my hands. I, I you know, there's, we talked about this before the, the normalcy bias where people, you know, don't can't possibly comprehend these incredibly negative events because they've never seen anything like it. And, you know, like I've grown up in a pretty spoiled period here. I mean, there's been a lot of bad things that have happened, of course, but also, I think a lot of good things, you know, I don't, I can't remember, you know, neither can you, the, you know, the, de- the depression, for example, where the whole world was completely upside down. Yeah. Um, and everything's collapsing all around you. And it's hard for me to even comprehend some of the stuff you're talking about. It's hard for me, too. I mean, I spent some time earlier this week thinking, uh, because I, I'm, uh, you know, I'm seeing these things and I, I really feel I know what's coming and I hope I'm wrong, but I'm seeing these things and I'm like, so what I'm asking myself. So what does that mean? How does your life work in that? And I, I don't know because the world's never seen what's coming. What What's coming is um, if the dominoes begin to fall, let's say, in the banking community. You know, you you don't have banks. um, I mean, for instance, Credit Suisse. Credit Suisse, it's rumored to be, uh, you know, maybe insolvent and maybe having some problems. People start to pull their money before the weekend ends. The Swiss government, the central bank of Switzerland, goes to UPS and says, or UBS, and says, you're buying this. And they're like, 
okay, we'd, we'd pay maybe a billion dollars for it. Fine, you're buying it. And then right before, I mean, this is like within an hour of the markets opening again. Right before, they're like, uh, you need to put in $3 billion. And they're like, what? wait, wait, I, what? Markets open. It's been sold. It's safe. You don't do these kinds of things if you don't think it's a domino that will bring down all of it. That's what you have to understand is we're facing something the world really hasn't faced before, but we get through it. I mean, I can't imagine going through the depression, what that was like. You know, they were a little tougher. I mean, you know, I think a lot of people right now are, you know, reason why what number two on the best selling books is Laquisha does poopy in the potty mm-hmm. uh, because I think there's at times I want to go I just want to read poopy in the potty books right now yeah, I just found to number six by the way Glenn just so you know. <laughs> is <laughs> the it? poopy in the potty uh, book. yeah uh, uh, I mean it, it's uh, it's a scary thing but we're Americans we're Americans since when do we cower away from things and it's sad because I think a lot of people are saying to themselves, well, I, I just don't, I don't want to know about it. I don't want to know about it. I'll just, I'll, I'll just, well, you're, this is, unless you're informed, panic ensues. And I've tried to prepare this audience to be the ones that say, don't go that way, go this way. Um, I try to prepare you so you can have reason when all things are unreasonable. That piece of advice is such a great piece of advice, not just for this scenario, but for your entire life. It is. Everything in your life uh, will get better if you follow that advice. I will tell you. Like, it, I mean, from finance to relationships to yeah, everything, you know, just like when you, 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 I always bring myself mentally to that worst case scenario. And try to um, to deal with it and prepare for it as much as possible. And then if it happens, you're prepared for it. You knew this was going to happen. You're kind of mentally there and able to, to deal with it. And then if it doesn't happen, you feel like you won, right? Like it feels like, okay, well, it right. could have been this and you got this. And it's like, I don't know what the difference is when it comes to the stuff you're talking about here, but it seems so out of my control. Like it, it, these are such big issues is. that I don't have any... Other than talking about and trying to do my little bit to prepare personally, I can't, I, I can't solve the global economy. So, no, you can't. You can't. But um, as I learned through my alcoholism, because um, I tried to control everything in my life, you can't. You can't. Mm. Um, the only thing you can control is you and how you react to things that are going on around you. Um, and... Uh, I'll tell you, if it wasn't for my faith, did you see uh, Russell, uh, Russell Brand said uh, there's an interview with Russell Brand out and he said, you know, if I didn't have God, I wouldn't survive. Now, Russell Brand is on the same page. I mean, I think we're like brothers from another mother. He's funnier, better looking, smarter. Anyway, (laughs) on all three fronts. But anyway, uh, (laughs) uh, we're on the same basic page here. Trouble is coming. And he said, you know, I just wouldn't be able to handle this if it wasn't for God in my faith. And I will tell you that that's the most important thing to prepare. And this is good advice for world breakdown or just everyday life. When you can get to a place to where you're like, 
Wow, that's going to leave a mark. Oh, well, we'll get through it. I'm going to learn something from it. I'm going to be a better human being because of it. When you can actually get there without bluffing, and I am so grateful for the time that we had, and I thank you for your prayers, the times that we've had here in the recent uh, months in my family where uh, I had um, the possibility of losing more than one child. Um, And it was terrifying, but it brought the family closer. It brought Tanya and I closer. And in the end, when we were talking about it, uh, we we got through it because we had the faith of if that happens, you know, what we're going to do is we'll probably start a foundation uh, and go find kids like this and we will we'll do good. We'll do good with it. So something good will come out of it. And we know that we will make it and we'll see our kids again in the afterlife. It made us almost bulletproof at times. I mean, you saw me, Stu. I mean, have you ever seen me like that? Oh, I mean, yeah. It was bad. Really tough. But I can't imagine what it would have been without faith. And that's how our grandparents made it through the Great Depression. Can you imagine the Dust Bowl? Can you imagine putting everything you have in a Model T in the middle of the Dust Bowl in Oklahoma and then driving at 30 miles an hour, if you're lucky, with everything that you have, no money, hoping that you can make it to California, getting to the California border and them saying, nope, we don't want any of your kind here. And you having to go find someplace else. Can you imagine that? Imagine that. That's what our grandparents, or in some cases, great-grandparents, went through. But they had faith, and they had each other. Work on faith, and work on kindness. Work on forgiveness. We are going to have to forgive people who are doing awful things. Uh, Doesn't mean we don't try to stop them. But it does mean that we can't have hatred in our hearts. We, I, I am convinced that um, we are on the losing side the minute we let our anger take over and say, we got to get them. That, that is, you're done. You're done. Uh, and we're better than that. Okay, well, that was happy. Tomorrow's show, we're not talking about any of this stuff. Okay? We're not talking about any of this stuff. I just want to enjoy my Friday tomorrow, and I won't wreck yours. Okay. I, I want a personalized guarantee on that. I, I don't believe you. I do not believe you. I'm going to make a personal guarantee to every single member of the audience. Wow. Your money back. If I don't keep that promise. Wow. Yeah. That yeah. could bankrupt us. Yeah, it could. Now, that's only to radio listeners, right? Yeah, that's radio not listeners. Not subscribers. <laughs> I'm not making you any guarantee. <laughs> None. But radio listeners, every dime you pay for this show, I'll give it back. Uh, all right. Uh, all right. By the way, Order Dark Future, uh, book two, The Great Reset. Just You can get it at Barnes & Noble and, and Amazon, wherever you buy your books. Now, it comes out in July, but you can pre-order it, get the first copies. Now, it's Dark Future by Glenn Beck. Tuttle Twins, 
You'll own nothing and you'll be happy. Ever wonder about the happy part? What could possibly make a person okay with the way the world is heading? The answer is ignorance. It's a lot easier to be happy when you don't really know what you've lost or about to lose. And you're okay with whatever the future holds because you don't know the past. We must learn the past. Many families have turned to the Tuttle Twins to help fight back and teach their kids about personal responsibility, the free market, enterprise, entrepreneurship, limited government. Left hates these books, but they are gaining momentum anyway. Already, um, They've already been read by, uh, I think they've sold 4 million books so far. People like you are awake to the truth, and you want to pass that truth on to your children. And the best way to do it is with the Tuttle Twins books. Tuttle Twins even has a new cartoon, and to celebrate their success, they'd like to send you a free DVD with some of the episodes of that cartoon. Just uh, order a set of their kids' books at TuttleTwinsBeck.com, and uh, this week only, you'll get a free DVD with the episodes of their cartoon when you order the books. This week only at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, we're more alike than I think uh, we admit sometimes. Yeah, we are. We're talking about our relationships. Our wives. And our wives off of the air here. And it's like, you know, there's a lot of the very similar conversations yeah. that occur sometimes. Well, we have the disadvantage of this is our life. Mm-hmm. We do this for a li- We are experts on all the things that could go wrong okay (laughs) we don't look at like hey candy prices are down we well actually we do but Mm -hmm. the happy things we're not necessarily paying attention to all the time we study this stuff and so we get home and our wives are like i don't want to talk about that well you're not bumming me out don't take me dragging down there you just alert me tell me when it's happening and then i'll just do whatever but other than that i ain't thinking about it right and I think there's that, I mean, it's every, every part, like everyone has that approach, right? Like for me, I feel very comfortable thinking of what the worst case scenario could be. Because then you're fine. And then trying to, but you back off from that. It's almost, it almost never happens. It is legitimately the worst case scenario. So rarely does that happen. I, when I, most first, of the time you avoid it. Do you remember when the, this one group was coming after me and they ran our buses, our tour buses off the road mm-hmm. And they had threatened my life, and it was the first real death threat that I had. And it was terrifying because I was out in public every day, uh, shaking the hands of like at least a thousand people literally every day for 30 days. And I almost just collapsed from it because it's like, uh, who's got a gun? Uh, and uh, I thought, I can't live this way. And so I thought, what's the worst thing that could happen? And I imagined myself dying and my kids you know i imagined all of it i didn't have a problem going out in public again because i dealt with it okay no i'm not afraid and if you can do that it's amazing the power that it gives you back right because you you have something there for that worst case scenario and 
usually you don't hit that. Usually you're still alive today. I mean, yeah. doctors don't know how, but you're still alive today. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and you you have that comfort in understanding how that, that situation would not go out of control and ruin everything in your family's life, yeah. for example. They might be, they might be sad. Might be a little happy too, but I mean, they might be sad if something like that happened. <laughs> right. But like, they would maybe be taken care of, or they would have a right. plan, or you'd have something set up. And it's like you, you do that, and you it changes your perspective completely. It's like life insurance. When you're signing up for life insurance, they make you take all kinds of tests, and you know, I don't know if you're gonna live. And then you get it, and you never think about it again. Your wife thinks about it every time she passes the arsenic in the store but <laughs> well, that might be a more specific <laughs> issue to your situation but <laughs> all right we'll see you tomorrow thank you so much for listening and putting up with us the glenn back program <laughs>